Good design doesn't date. Bad design does. Salute Nation. It's June 2nd, 2023, 1.29 p.m. on the East Coast. And it's currently 87 degrees out here this morning. My bad. This afternoon in New York. Episode 78. Already a fuck up. <laughs> Already a fuck up. It's all good. Gotta keep going. That's about life, right? You fuck up. You regroup. And you bounce back. And you keep going. You never go off the script. Never go off your life script. And script changes, of course. Um... I'm recording this using my cell phone. I was getting ready to record this early this morning on the browser that I normally do. And for some reason, due to the fact that 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 anchor uh, podcast, or, you know, the anchor podcast side of it all for Spotify updated its UI, it kind of messed everything up so i i had initially this episode already recorded but it wouldn't stick and so i kept trying 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 i reached out to them um a couple people were assisting in this matter and then at one moment this person was i forgot i forgot the person's name was, you know, said, well, why don't you download the app and try it that way? And I'm like, well, I'd never done a podcast on my cell phone. And the person was like, well, you know, give it a try. See how it does. See if it sticks. So I was like, all right, I'll, I'll give it a shot. Downloaded it. Did like four or six you know, trial things of like two minutes each. And I, I love the sound. I, I think it sounded good. I love the fact that you can record on your phone and put it into the library um, and send it out through the web browser. Because that's the only way it seems to be sticking. Now, I'm recording this right now at, you know, in the afternoon, it I don't it it could be fixed, you know. So I had to clean out my um, cookies, the history, and all that stuff of the browser. Um, did that? Um, uh, logged out and then logged back in. Nothing was working. So I mean, the moral of the story. I mean, the moral of that thing is 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 it, it got taken care of. Um, of course, I'm recording this right now. As I said on my cell phone, it's a beautiful day. It's nice and warm and humid. I love it. Allergies, I don't like it that way. Um, but I came in, just came in just to, you know, because I got stuff to do. And I wanted to get this recording out. So, And one thing I found out is you can record, on as far as the browser is uh is um 30 minutes of each recording right i i i said this before in other episodes 
Well, on the app, it's 120 minutes before it stops and then you can record again and do another 120 or whatever you need to fill out your full show. And Safari browser, um, I think it's like five minutes or something like that. I don't use that browser for it, so it don't matter. So so I downloaded the app and everything worked and you know, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> right? It's it's the only way you can do it is you, you gotta try something to see if it works. Um, and I enjoyed it. I was excited that, that, you know, the, the functions with the app. Now, a lot of things that I use of, you know, my, my, uh, graphic design stuff you can use on the phone and, and then it, it will transfer over to, you know, your, your, your library on, uh, on the browser when you're on the computer. So I think that's the big thing. Um. So yeah, so I mean, it's I, I've been busy um this whole week with web designing. Um of course doing the normal graphic design stuff, logo making and uh I enjoy it. I enjoy it. I enjoy it wholeheartedly. And you know, so hope everyone is doing good. Hope everyone is uh taking care of what you have to do. Um, for those that work Monday to Friday, today's your Friday. Well, today's everyone's Friday, but today is the last day f until the new week. Um, I hope everyone has got the shit what they need to do done. If you don't, get to it. You still got time to get shit done. So, um, I want to talk about Meta. Facebook, Instagram, you know, the parent company. It says it's going to block news in Cali. If recently advanced bill becomes law. Basically, this bill is that it will require big tech platforms to pay publishers for news they host. I find it to be laughable. I definitely find it to be laughable that, you know, the lawmakers are making a bill um, to put their hands into other people's, you know what I mean? This, it, it should be free press. It should be free uh, marketing. It, it should, you know, not free marketing, but, you know, as far as government should not have their, unless it needs to be law, you know, like, like, like you shouldn't. Uh, bendazzle people from uh, or, or swindle people out of their or, or out of their shit. I mean, government swindles people out of everything anyway. So, but you know, it's you know, it's 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 just the I, I get why why companies want to charge platforms. For posting their stuff, but what's the difference for me posting the link from them onto my Facebook? What's the difference? So I, I mean, are when when will it stop? How you how is this going to be defined? I'm on social platforms, right? You guys are on social platforms, so if you post the link, 
does this affect us? I mean, are, do we have to pay or, or is it that YouTube, I mean, not YouTube, but uh, Facebook and Instagram when you post links or, or whatever you do or stories that is founded on the story of, of, of news? When, where's the where is that defined line of what is what can't be done or, or you know or every link that's posted facebook will be charged instagram will be charged obviously i mean meta in general will be charged which will then if that's the case then be on the lookout for you have to pay to use youtube or facebook and 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 instagram which would be a, a destruction of those two things. So, yeah, I mean, if that's the case, I, I don't know. Um, I just skimmed through the article. Uh, you know, the, the, the key points, the law of it all, what, what the government wants to do. It's so California. My thing is, is it's the publisher's bill. Uh, I so that part I understand. It is for the publishers, the people who created this news, to get paid. Another way to get paid for using Facebook and Instagram. That's the other side of it all, which I'm all for. Um, because there, you know, you got Instagram where you can get paid for already. Um, you can make a business out of posting stuff on Facebook and Instagram, but you got to have a certain amount of subscribers, and you know it's it's just it's I'm cool with that. Um, it takes content creating to other sides of it, not just YouTube or 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 Twitch or you know the sponsorships and 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 such. So I'm I'm fine with that part. I think that's cool. Um, I, it, it just shows that anybody, if you have the will, you can make money. And that's good. Money making is good. So now I want to talk about a, a new fishing technique. Not the type of fishing technique where you're on a boat or on the land, you're hunting, you know, you're fishing for, for real fish. Not like what Twan does and stuff like that. No, no, no. This is a fishing technique as far as uh, something that's not good. It's called File Archiver in browsers. And um, it can be leveraged to uh, emu uh, emulate a file archiver software. In the web browser, web browser, when a victim visits a .zip domain. I know a lot of people are thinking, well, there's no such thing as a .zip domain. That's mostly for file functions and, you know, the file for files. Which, yeah, that, that used to be the case. And most likely still the case on, on many people's understanding of it. But Google... Yeah, good old Google. Google released a .zip web domains to the public. So now you can register your website as a .zip. So um, 
this is going to be tricking people. Many people are already uh, not liking this choice by Google. And I'm one of them. Bad enough, the dot-coms, the dot-govs, well, not so much dot-govs, but dot-nets, dot-coms uh, uh, can be tricky. Dot-ios, stuff like that. All that can be tricky. Um, you best, you, you basically have to know the website you're going on. Trust, you know, you know what I mean? Like the websites that you normally use and trust and, and, and stuff like that for, to be protected. To be protected from phishing and 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 such of that clone sites. It's what I'm worried about, and that's what dot zips are going to do. I'm not saying everybody who uses a dot zip as their domain is going to be phishing. I'm not saying that. There are going to be legitimate people that are going to use that because it's something new. It's something that can help them with their CEOs. Um. So, I mean, you know, you'd be the first ones, you, you, you control that market. And it's easier for you to use the CEOs, or SEOs, I mean, at, in that aspect is the dot zips to be the first. But to everyone else, I, I would never open up or go to a site that has a dot zip. I will not. You could be my best friend. You could say, hey, T. I made this website, it's dot .zip, and I'm going to be like, nope, <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Change it to the dot .coms, or or else, you know, it may it be secured, SSL secure, or, or I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to fuck with you. I'm not going to fuck with it. So my advice to people. In this aspect of dot zips. You should always remember the files. Be cautious of the files. Of dot zips. Anyways. Don't open up something that you did not request. When you go on sites. And it automatically says for you to download. Don't do it. If you go on websites. It's a dot zip. Be very very cautious. I suggest don't use it until maybe two, three more years of a dot zip if, if it's a heavy market. Um, but still, you got to be careful with that. So, yeah. So, I mean, just be cautious. Just be cautious. I'm not saying there's ill malicious, but it can be used as ill malicious. It's anything in technology. AIs, everything. There's a great parts and there's, and there's the dark parts to it. Everything. I want to talk about the Hoyas now. On May 30th, four-star, six-foot-eight forward Drew McKenna commits to Georgetown and were poorly reclassified to 2023. On the 31st, six-foot-nine forward Supreme Cook transfers from Fairfield to Georgetown. He averaged 13.1 points. And 8.5 rebounds last season. 34 games all started. Fairfield is in the MAC conference. I like it. I like it. Um, obviously, you got a lot of people who are going to come in and go. New coach. New coaching staff. New vision. 
Um, the roster is already from the Patrick Ewing era is pretty much depleted. Um, and that's good because Poyas did not have a good time with Patrick Ewing as the head coach. Sure, we went to the NCAAs. Um, we won the Big East tournament one time, but that was during the COVID time. Um, and and it, it's much easier. It's much easier of the controlment and and such. I like Patrick Ewing as a player. He, him being as a coach, did not tarnish him as a great Hoya. Glad he's gone, but now we got Cooley, and 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 I'm happy with that. And um, so now, now I want to talk about the NBA playoffs. And also, I'm going to touch on the NHL playoffs, the Stanley Cup Finals. Um, I normally don't add as hockey talk, even though I like hockey. I'm a Blackhawk fan, and I haven't had nothing to enjoy of. <laughs> uh, and it's not like I sit and follow every hockey game. Um, I, I just don't. But when it comes to the postseason, there is nothing like hockey, playoff hockey, and especially the Stanley Cups. But first, let's talk about the NBA playoffs. Finals, best of seven. It's the Heat, eight seed that won the uh, the Eastern Conference. They're going up against the number one seed, the champions, the, the best team right now in basketball, uh, uh, in, in the Denver Nuggets. Who is, this is their first finals. Uh, right now, Nuggets already played, and they lead one nothing in the best of seven. Game two is, well, the fourth in Denver. I got the Nuggets in five. Going over to the Stanley Cup. NHL playoffs, the finals, best of seven. The Easter Conference champions, the eight seed Panthers. So again, we got another eight seed in, in, in sports going up against the number one seed. Which, you know, the Panthers are in the East or Easter Conference. Versus the Western Conference champions, first seed, Las Vegas Golden Knights. Game one begins tomorrow in Vegas. I got the Golden Knights in five. This is their first, um, well, not this is their second time trying for our, uh, the Stanley their first time in the league was in 2017, 2018, or somewhere around there, which they end up going to the Stanley Cup and, and lost it. Um, but this is they're going for their first Stanley Cup. So I got Golden Knights of five as well in this. Which brings me on to now the Raiders. The mighty, mighty Raiders kind of comical to call us the mighty raiders the fans have more power and 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 hunger and might than most of these players do the players come in and play for the fucking paycheck most of them i'm sure love them some of them do it because they love the game but this is their way out this is what they do they're football players so uh mcdumplings says he has no anxiety about Jimmy G's situation. He feels pretty good about it. Now, normally I'll be calling him names, 
worse than the McDumplings one. Which I refer to him as majority of time in chats. But for this discussion and this moment, I will, I won't. He has the inside scoop about the situation with Jimmy G. And, um, you know, he, that's just, that's just the flat out truth. He has the inside scoop. He, he knows, he knows what's going on with Jimmy G. Right. Um, so I do believe that Jimmy G will be ready for the start of the season. Well, do I think he will be at training camp? No. Um, do I think he's doing light workouts and, and stuff? Sure. I, I hope so. But I don't think he's actually out there. You know what I mean? He's not doing the step drills and, and, and cutting with his foot and, and, you know, stuff like that that you would think that he should be doing. He can't yet. Um, but, you know, according to reports, doctor reports, the medical reports, is that his progress is go- doing, doing well. And it's doing good. And, and that's, that's I, I, I'd rather go from them than, than the media anyways. So, uh, so, but anyways, do I think he could see uh, uh, um, preseason? No, I, I doubt it. I doubt it. May, maybe the final preseason game. Um, and I hope so. I hope he's ready by that. But I, he's definitely going to miss the OTAs. He's definitely most likely. I mean, he's not going to be in camps. So, I mean, it's, it's you know, he's a veteran. He just has to get, you know, get his re, you know, his foot back wet in the whole, <laughs> in the whole Josh McDaniel system. That, that's, that's all. That's all. That It's just terminology. You know, he, he should, you know, do throwing drills with his receivers. Uh, you know, I mean, just to get that whole camaraderie going. So enough of that uh, uh, Jimmy G topic of that. What I want to get into now is his bullshit, what he uttered about Josh Jacobs. And it has to do with that whole injury talk. McDumpling stated, this is football. No shit. There are definitely going to be players that miss time. Clearly. Josh Jacobs wasn't able to do a whole lot last year either. And he had a decent year. He said that with a smirk, by the way. Um, hey, uh, McDumplings. Stats prove that he wasn't able to do a whole lot was a goddamn lie. JJ played and started in all 17 games. Now, maybe one of them those games he left early and didn't return. Maybe. I can't remember. But it still count as 17 games played in and started. The source, the NFL.com. And um I suggest uh um you know if I suggest, you know, uh McDumplings to uh 
to to actually know his full players, his all players. This just shows me that for one, I mean, it was the stupid way to bring Josh Jacobs into this when comparing Jimmy G's situation with Mick. With 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 Jacobs, Jacobs was the league leader as a runner. As much as people want to talk about Jimmy G's stats of his quarterback stats, meaning his record, he was never the best quarterback in the league. He is not the best quarterback even in our division right now. I know a lot of people want to argue that because they look at the wins and losses as the record, which that's a bullshit fucking record. Uh, but and it's funny when 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 people like a lot of people who are talking about comparing the record with Jimmy G and 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 Carr, but yet fail fail in their blind hope to think about. McDumpling's quarter or coaching record. I mean, I, I can tell you guys. Should I? Should I? Should I? I mean, why not? Seventeen and twenty-eight is McDumpling's head coaching record. He has never head coached in a playoff game. He has never head coached in a Super Bowl. He has never had coach in a playoff victory because he's never been in a playoff game as a head coach. Um, you guys can look this up. It's it's public knowledge. You go to NFL.com and you, and you can see all this. You can or, you know, Google, you know, McDumpling's coaching career and, and you will see. You, you even see that he didn't become an offensive coordinator until 2006. And many people think that he's been with Tom Brady all this whole time with the titles. No, he he hasn't. He hasn't. No, nope. that was Charlie Weiss. That was the first initiator to bring this to bring that offense to New England. He was the offensive coordinator in the beginning style, uh, beginning of Tom Brady's career. It hasn't been all Josh McDaniels. Sorry, McDumplings. Now. McDumplings is a, a a a phenomenal offensive coordinator. His playbook is phenomenal. It, it it really is. It's phenomenal, and it needs pieces that understand that offensive court, uh, offensive playbook. So I mean, Jimmy G fits that bill. Brian Hoyer fits that bill. Brian Hoyer has seven to eight years under that, under that, under that thing, under that, and and just recently, right? He was on there last year. Obviously, that's not Josh McDaniels' full system because he's no longer there. But the year before, when Josh McDaniel or when McDumplings was the offensive corner before he came to us, Brian Hoyer was backup. These are facts, guys. This is not opinion. This is straight up fact. So, it just it kills me that 
that people want to <laughs> they want to talk about one record or but not but not the other they want to continue bringing up car car is no longer on this fucking team clowns stop talking about him it doesn't matter what car does it doesn't even matter if people who like car want to jump ship that's between them and their own self which i yeah listen I don't care if people are not Raider fans. I don't. I can go into a room, which I've gone to many rooms, where people hate the Raiders. They poke fun at me because I'm a Raider fan. And that's fine. That's fine. And rightfully so. Our team has been awful. Awful. Since 2003. I can't say 2002 because that was the last time we won a playoff game. That's the last time we went to a Super Bowl. Yeah, we lost. We got crushed. But at least we got there. Ever since then, we have only had two winning seasons. Two. And you want people... And there's people out there who are calling people, you know... don't lose hope. Don't lose it. You gotta have hope. Hope. Kumbaya. This organization hasn't given me any inkling of hope. So I don't do the blind hope. I don't go, I don't think every year we're gonna have a great year. When someone says, Oh, my team's gonna whoop the shit out of your team, most likely. Most likely. Maybe not whip the ship, but you're most likely going to win. My team sucks. Nobody saw 2016 and 2021 as, as, as a year of... Now, even though in 2021, uh, I did predicted 10 and 7. I predicted before the season began. I was lucky. I was lucky. But I'm also not saying even I don't have even though I don't have blind hope. I I definitely want my team to succeed. I definitely want the Raiders to be the best. Absolutely. And I do believe if Jimmy G can give at least at least 13 games, we have a good shot of being a good team. Now, this doesn't mean that it all is all on the the arm or the legs or or the mindset uh, of Jimmy G. It's not. It, it takes more. It takes more. There's 11 on each side, 53-man roster. Each one of them have to do their fucking jobs. The coaching staff have to do their jobs. See, I'm not sold on on McDumplings as being a good head coach. I'm not sold. There is no inklings of proof that he is a good head coach. 17 and 28 proves that. For those that, you know, like to throw in the, you know, the records. Only the quarterback records member, but not the coach. The the coaching record doesn't mean shit. They need the players to play. But the quarterback record is, I guess, sound stat. 
But I guess the quarterback is the only player on the play uh, on the field. Oh my god! Holy shit! I thought it was eleven on eleven, but it's so focused on one on one. I guess offense needs a defense, and the defense needs the offense. All of them. Fifty three had to do their goddamn fucking job. Now I like the moves we made this off season. I think the draft was a, a a a a good draft. Now it needs to get proven. I do think the UDFAs were solid. Again, that has to be proven. Everything has to be proven. Everything has to be proven. You know, it, 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 if we turn out to suck and not have a good year, another losing season. I'm not going to be one that says, "See, I told you so." I don't do that. I mean, I may say, you know, I seen this, I saw this coming. But I'm not going to go up to somebody and say, Haha, because you had the blind hope. I'm not going to call you a, a clown or, or, or an idiot because you believe what you believe. That's fine. And I respect that, you know, I suspect, I expect for people to do the same. So, uh, OTAs, you know, today's the last day of of this part of the OTAs. They'll be back again for the UTA, uh, UTAs, or OTAs, I mean, on June 12th and 15th after today. Um, mandatory mining caps are June 6th through the 8th. Um, and that's all Raider stuff that I got. So now we're moving on to the Yankees. Save the best for last. <laughs> I know a lot of people are like, ah, nah, it's the, it's the Raiders. Raiders the greatest overall. Great Raiders to me are the greatest football overall. But I'm a Yankee. I love the Yankees. Their history has, speaks for itself. The symbol speaks for itself. It is worldwide travel. You would know. Um, I, you know, twenty seven world titles. Speaks for itself. Um, they've been relevant. They haven't had a losing season. Last time they had a losing season, uh, I'm talking below 500, was in 1990-something. I think it was 92 that they had a losing season. Ever since then, above 500 and above. Best team, seven world titles. Or, wait, how many titles? I can't remember. <laughs> I've seen seven. <laughs> I mean, I've been a fan since 70-something. So, I mean, it's... <laughs> so, but uh, it's just, it's... You know, it's, 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 it just, it's... I love the Yankees like I love the Raiders. I love the Bulls like I love the Raiders. I love the Blackhawks like I love the Bulls. <laughs> uh, because basketball is not my number one sport. Basketball is my number three sport. I love the Bulls, but not as much as I love the Raiders and the Yankees. Um, as far as my favorite sport, I love baseball and football equally. I, I played football. I played ba baseball. Um, so those two, you know, is the sports that I love the most. Um, you know, so Yankees and, and, and Raiders are, are it for me. Bulls, Blackhawks, Hoyas, Notre Dame Fighting Irish, all of them have, 
you know, my heart. I mean, that I love them. But I also will not stop talking shit when they deserve to stop, you know, when they deserve to shit talking towards. So, uh, transactions. Let's talk about transactions. Yankees sent down three to AAA to make room for three coming from or coming off the uh, injury list. The sent down were left-handed pitcher Matt Crook, outfielder Frenchy Cordero, who only had like a couple of games back, um, shortstop and outfielder Oswaldo Cabrera, which was a good thing because he was struggling this year. Um, he was a fresher breath there last year who did sound in the postseason. And then this year, it's like, I don't know what the fuck happened. Um, and then who returns? Well, you got Staten returns and Donaldson returns, which is good because that that uh, straightens out our, our, our lineup. Um, so, you know, that's good. And Conley. Conley makes his season debut, his return debut to the Yankees. It's good to see him back. And all this was on June 1st. Uh, yesterday, on the th- th- May thirtieth, catcher Tavino returned as catcher Wart Vet Ben Wart Vet was sent down to AAA, and uh, Bader Bader was placed on the ten day IL also on the first of June. Rondon was moved to the sixty day IL. Um, the move is procedural as he's been on IL since March. Return from D- to be determined is now possibly next month. As um, soon as he got his cortisone shot, he's been doing good. Now, I know it has it listed as he's on 60-day 60 um, 60 IL, and it's placed as a forearm. Now, I read that first, and I was like, what the fuck? This dude is never going to play for us. He signed his contract, his big money contract, and he's gone. Then I dig deeper and and seen that, that it was procedural due to the fact is because he's been out since March. And, you know, so that th- there's other things that they can list. So it's pretty much a soreness of a forearm, tightness maybe, but nothing to be alarmed about. Um, he has to be put on the 60 day because it's procedural. And his set day is possibly next month, which is good. But he's feeling good. The process is good. Um, He still hasn't thrown off the mound fully yet. Um, He's throwing 120 feet. Um, And he's doing his pitches, the curve, slider, whatever he throws. He's throwing harder. He feels good. He's obviously going to continue doing those sessions. Um, And then he'll get reinstated. After he does a uh, a stint in the minors to to get going, and we'll see, we'll definitely see. What's concerning though is Bader getting hurt again and being on the ten day. Uh, of course, his return is sometime you know mid this month or the ending of this month, so it's not too serious. So, uh, on Monday show. Last Monday, I predicted Seattle to beat the uh, Yankees in the three-game set, two to one. Um, was in Seattle. Um, two one was right, but it was the Yankees that won that series instead. I'm happy to be wrong, of course. Now let's talk about it. Let's let's talk about this three-game set. 
So on the 29th, first of three, Yankees won 10 to 4 in Seattle. Yankees out hit the Mariners 18 to 7. Yankees also out hit home run them 3 to 1. Yankees added two walks while striking out six times while going six for 17 with runners in scoring position. Judge and Bayers or Bowers with three hits each. Torres, Calhoun, Bader, Kiner Felfa, and Kyle Higashika with two hits each. LeMayu and Allen added one hit each. The three home runs came from two for Judge, 17th overall, and Bowers, his third. Yankees used three pitchers, starting with Gramon, who gets the W. He's 3-3. Three and three. He went 6-1 and one innings, allowing seven hits, giving up four runs, earned one home run, walking three, striking out four. His ERA is now at a respectable 3.98. Mariachio and Abreu did their job. Yankees pitching totals, nine innings, seven hits, four runs. Um, all earned, one home run, walk four, striking out nine. This was the game that Bader's left early. He was batting two, or he was going two for two before he got hurt in this game. On the 30th, second of three. Yankees won 10 to two. Yankees out hit them 10 to eight. Hit three home runs to their zero. Walk four times, striking out 12 times. Yankees went three for 11 with runners in scoring position. Kind of fell for lead with four hits. Torres, the Calhoun had it two hits each. Judge, Bowers, Valpe, and Allen added one hit each. Three home runs came from Valpe, his eighth. Allen, his first, and Judge added his 18th home run. Yankees used three pitchers again in this game, starting with Cortez, who gets the W. He's 5-2 and two on the year. He went five innings, allowing five hits, giving up two runs, all earned, walk three, striking out six. His ERA is now a miserable 5.16. King and Weber did their jobs. Yankees pitching totals, nine innings, eight hits, two runs. Which was earned. Walk four, striking out ten. On the 31st, three, third of three. Yankees have a chance for a sweep. Obviously, they didn't get it done. Yankees lost one nothing in the tenth it with ten innings. Or in the bottom tenth. Seattle out hit us five to three. Zero home runs for both squads. Yankees added two walks. Striking out nine times and going zero for five with runners in scoring position. Torres, LeMayu, and Kyle Gashika with the only three hits. Yankees used four pitchers, starting with Schmidt. Where he got the no decision. He pitched five and two, 5.2 innings, allowing three hits, zero runs, walked. Walked one, striking out seven. His ZRA is now 5.01. He was good in this game. Peralta and Holmes did their jobs, but Mariancho gets the loss. He's two and two. Yankee pitching totals, nine innings, five hits, one run, um, which wasn't earned because it was the bottom of the tent, so that means runner automatically goes to sack it, and then it just, you know, But no error, walked one, striking out 13. 
Yankees on the season have now won 11 series, lost five of those with three ties. 11, 5, and 3, that is. They're now 34 and 24, third in the AL East, two behind second place O's, six back from the first place Rays, fifth in all of the AL. AL East is still the only division in baseball with all teams above 500. Next up, starting tonight, the second through the fourth, a three-game set in LA to face the 34 and 23 Dodgers. They are tied for first in the National League West and the National League with the Diamondbacks. Last time these two teams played against each other was in 2019. It was also in L.A. Yankees won that three-game set 2-1. to one. That year, Yankees finished the season 103-59. Yankees lost to the Astros in the ALCS. The Dodgers went 106-56. Dodgers lost to the Nationals, who end up winning the championship in that division or in the division series. Predictions for this three-game set. Um, Dodgers are pretty good at home. And they're no slouch team. Yankees got their some of their pieces back. Bader's gonna be a mess. Um, but I I think the Dodgers are a better home team than the Yankees are uh, of away team. Um Yankees have a better record of facing teams above 500 than the Dodgers, but I just think because Dodgers at home, it's the West Coast. Um, I, I just I, I like the Dodgers' chances of winning this three game set, so I got Dodgers to win this two to one. Monday show, Black Saturday recap. So this is where I should remind everybody that Black Saturday. Is uh, I believe is still going on. Um, and it'll be on Raider Ben's YouTube channel, so go to Raider Ben YouTube, and it's Saturday night. Um, I believe 10 30, 11, 9 30, 10 30, 11 p.m. on East Coast time. So, uh, I think it's still going on. I, I, I can't remember if it is or isn't. But if you you know if you ever want to know, just go on YouTube and go to Raider Ben. You can see. Um, also on Monday show the NBA and NHL final updates, Yankees versus Dodgers recap prediction. Dodgers two to one, and who they face and who the Yankees face next. Also, the Fear of the Walking Dead season eight episode four, King County, is the title of that episode. Recap. Or the walk, Fear of the Walking Dead episode. Um, without spoilers, so don't worry. And whatever else I want to talk about. So until then, and as always, Salute Nation.